We heard about one edge. God's servant spoke about it. Now we will hear about the other edge. It's saying fasting and prayer. Amen. James chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. There are two H's that are most important in our lives. Amen. But one we heard holiness. Let's hear the other one. But he gives great, more grace. Therefore he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. God gives grace to the humble. I want to take a word called the power of humility. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you are willing to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, devils and demons will leave your life. Praise the Lord. Bondages will break. Hallelujah. Generational curses will cease. Hallelujah. And you will walk a life of blessing and freedom. Hallelujah. Every day and moment of your life. Hallelujah. Even while we are fasting and praying, it is a sign. Hallelujah. That we have to humble ourselves. Amen. Praise the Lord. God give grace to the humble. While we humble ourselves in fasting and praying, He is releasing fresh grace. Hallelujah. Amen. God sends His anointing to people who humble. Hallelujah. And I ask the Lord as a pastor of this church and as a congregation, Lord, from this day onwards, we don't want to have any sign of pride in our eyes, in our thoughts, in our looks, in our ways, in our lifestyle, in our talking. I said, Lord, if Moses was the humblest man on earth, make Petra Church the humblest church on earth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There are four things that I want to speak to you about humility. One is the personalities of humility. Number two, the privileges of humility. Number three, the strength of humility. Number four, the promotion of humility. And number five, what is the problem if there is no humility? Hallelujah. Some of us have humility on our face, but never in our lives. Or some of us have see pride in other people's face, but we never see that pride in us. Hallelujah. What is the, hallelujah, personalities of humility in Christian life? Hallelujah. There is one thing that you cannot counterfeit. Everything else in life or in the Bible could be counterfeited. Only one thing that you can't counterfeit. All the fruit of the Spirit, where there is love, you can counterfeit it. God is love. But there is a love of the world. There is a counterfeit or a duplicate under. Praise the Lord. God is love. Even world will love you more than. The Bible says the world will love you as their own. There is counterfeit to healing. In the last days, Jesus said, false Christ will come with false signs, miracles and wonders. There is a counterfeit ministry. There is a counterfeit church. There is the counterfeit compassion. Humanism, when there are people treating you like their own, with their good works, 
and you think, oh my God, they're better than Christian. They're humanism. There is counterfeit everywhere. But there is only one thing that you can never counterfeit. That is humility. Praise the Lord. Humility cannot be counterfeit. It cannot make made it to do a counterfeit thing. Hallelujah. So let's look at some personalities God used in the Bible because of the fruit of humility. Look at Genesis chapter 18 and the 27th verse. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed, now I am but dust and ashes. Have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Hallelujah. Abraham said, verse 26 also, Who am I? Praise the Lord. And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And verse 70, 27. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed, now I am but dust but ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Yes. Suppose there were... That's enough. The, the version is not correct. He says, Hallelujah. Je when God is speaking to Abraham, he is saying, look at the father of faith. He is saying, I am nothing. I am nothing but dust and ashes. I am nothing but dust and ashes. He's the father of faith. He's saying, I'm just a dust. I'm just, when I, how many of you know, when you die, you return back to the earth as dust. I am ashes. You are going to be buried in a cemetery. So Abraham is saying, there is nothing for me to boast about. There is nothing for me to be proud about. I am standing in front of the author of life. What is that there is to boast about? Look at his humility. He's the father of faith. Amen. How many of you have that kind of a humility and say, Lord, I'm just dust and I'm just ashes. There is nothing good. Hallelujah in me apart from you. Look at his humility. Look at the second personality. Exodus chapter 3 and the 11th verse. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Who am I? Look at what Moses said. Who am I? God called him out of Egypt. God set him apart and God sent him back to save Israelites out of Egypt. And he is saying, who am I, Lord? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Who am I? Who am I? Sometimes we have this attitude that we are better than other people. But look at Moses. He doesn't have that kind of an attitude. He said, I'm not trying to be better than somebody. Instead of that, he's saying, who am I, Lord? Don't try to compare yourself with somebody else. Be happy of what God has called you to be. Be happy.
with all these weaknesses and with all this lack in your life, yet God has chosen to call the foolish of the world to shame the wise. God has chosen from all these people in this city. God has called you to sit on that chair. Hallelujah. Who am I? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes when God looks at us, we have this attitude that God is, I am doing a favor unto God by saying yes to his calling. Haven't I noticed? Haven't we noticed that in our lives? Sometimes when we minister unto God, hey, I've made that sacrifice. I've made this for years. I'm doing God a favor. I'm doing church a favor. I'm doing pastor a favor. That's not the attitude. The attitude should be, who am I, Lord, that you've chosen me to minister? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Who am I, Lord, that you were merciful? Who am I that you have chosen to taste you as I've tasted, Lord? What have I done? In fasting and prayer, that is one fruit that we need to ask the grace of God to fill in our lives. Who am I? Humility. One Samuel chapter 15, the third personality. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not head of the tribes of Israel? And did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? When you were little in your own eyes, God did not God anoint you. God will anoint you when you are little in your own eyes. How many of you are saying, Lord, I thank you that you have given me the gift of salvation. I thank you that you caused me to understand the words of life. I thank you having brought into this church to worship you in spirit and in truth. Am I not so little? Yet you look unto me. Am I not so, so little? It is those attitudes that God will anoint us. God cannot anoint pride. God cannot even keep. A proud angel in heaven for a second. He had to throw. The Bible says the moment devil did not act, he thought to become like God. He was cast out. He resisted so much. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some people think once you are anointed, you need to be proud. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, Hallelujah. I like what pastor said. He said, you need to have a humility to maintain the anointing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No. Don't try to prove yourself. Don't try to be over proud when God uses you. Humble more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you have the humility, the devil cannot touch you. Hallelujah. 
എല്ലാ വേദനകളും എല്ലാ പ്രോബ്ലംസും നിന്റെ ജീവിതത്തെ വിട്ടുപോ നീ എളിമപ്പെട്ടിരിക്കുകയാണെങ്കിൽ Hallelujah can't leave when you humble yourself he said he will lift you up from that disease he will lift you up from that curse he will lift you up from that poverty there is nothing that god won't do when you humble yourself there is absolutely nothing god has to look at a humble person chala oru parayum avare humble allallo that's not hallelujah your job to judge somebody else's humility your job bible says humble yourself god did not say two things to do number one it is not a good prayer to make lord humble me god will humiliate you <laughs> number two it is not god who said check out other people's humility praise the lord somebody will judge you too amen I might not look humble to Patrick but Patrick also might not look humble to Anthony If I Patrick judge me Anthony will judge Patrick But I humble myself Hallelujah Patrick will say oh pastor is a humble man Hallelujah I can see the humility Hallelujah praise the Lord And then Anthony will say Patrick is a humble man How you treat other people judge not and you will not be judged Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lucifer is exactly opposite to Jesus. Lucifer is exactly opposite. Jesus said, "Come unto me, all those who are heavy laden, learn from me, for I am humble and meek." Lucifer, "Come unto me. I will teach you what pride is. I am proud and haughty." after fasting and prayer if you have really fasted and prayed you get out and say hey who is this person coming up because people can recognize humility angels can recognize humility hallelujah praise the lord keep humbling learn from this a simple word this morning you have heard a beautiful word you have experienced the freedom i'm just filling that up for little little small things though so that next fasting and prayer you will be coming into a next level you will be progressing more we will not have to tell the same subjects again and again hallelujah jesus is just opposite what to lucifer is if you humble no bondage can ever touch you amen once you humble the control of the enemy over your life is broken നീ എളിമപ്പെട്ട് കഴിഞ്ഞാൽ പിശാസിന് നിന്റെ പദത്തിൽ ഒരു സേയില്ല ഒരു ആധിപത്യമില്ല എവരി കൺട്രോൾ ഇസ് ബ്രോക്കൻ ഓവർ യുവർ ഫാമിലി ഓവർ യുവർ ഹൗസ് വൈ ഇസ് ദിസ് ഫൈറ്റ് ബിറ്റ്വീൻ മാരേജസ് അറ്റ് ഹോംസ് ഇൻ ചർച്ചസ് പീപ്പിൾ കാൻ ലുക്ക് അറ്റ് ഈച്ച് അതർ ദർ ഇസ് കമ്പാരിസൺ ദർ ഇസ് കോമ്പറ്റീഷൻ ഇറ്റ്സ് ബിക്കോസ് വി ആർ പ്രൗഡ് ദ മോമെന്റ് ദാറ്റ് ഇസ് ലീവിംഗ് ദ അനോയിന്റിംഗ് ആൻഡ് ഗ്ലോറി വിൽ ഫിൽ ദ ഹൗസ് യു കാൻ ഓൺലി സീ ജീസസ് യു കാൻ ഓൺലി സീ ദ ബെസ്റ്റ് ഓഫ് ഈച്ച് അതർ you cannot see the log in somebody else's eyes you cannot see the dust in somebody else's eyes you can only see the mess oh my god he is a bird of great price so am i look at two people and say you are a pearl of great price 
praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, when you are humble, the devil is blinded over your life. I am asking for such an anointing over our lives. Hallelujah. That the devil will not recognize us or will not be able to see us because such will be the anointing of humility that is placed over our lives. Oh, hallelujah. Only a few people are excited about such a humility. Next person. 2 Samuel chapter 7. Verses 18 and 19, next personality. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. And he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight, O Lord God. And you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of man, O Lord God? Who am I? David went and sat in the presence of God and said, Who am I, Lord, that you have brought me thus far? See, if God has to take you afar, hallelujah, closer to his purpose and take you far from where you are into God's purpose, you have to have a humility. When you look into the Bible, the name of David is used even more than Jesus. Isn't it amazing? More times than Jesus, the name of David the saint is used. Not only in the Old Testament, but in the Gospels, in the Acts of the Apostles, in the Epistles. The Gospel of Matthew starts with mentioning David. Why God honored such a man who had so much weakness, who had so much of fallings, because he was a humble man. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord because of his attitude. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God protects when you are humble like that. God protects your future. God protects your life. God protects you even if you have fallen. God will not allow you to slumber or fall, stay in where you have fallen. He will lift you up and He will, hallelujah, accelerate you. He will accelerate your purpose in life. If you are humble as David. Amen. What am I that you love me so much, Lord? What am I that you have sustained me? Hallelujah. When you have such kind of humility, not a slavish spirit can ever remain in your life. Every weakness will all, by the way, every weakness will one by one will leave your life. When you move ahead in your life, hallelujah, 10 years from now, you see, I am not the person what I used to be. Praise the Lord. I have moved forward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you will say, I am not the person who I was 10 years back. I've moved. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you know, if you are humble, even your family will be humble. If you see a wife who is very haughty and proud, speaking in an attitude of great pride, full of pride, you can rest assured that the husband is even greater than her. He might not have a look, but he is also a proud person. Amen. Then you speak to the children, praise the Lord, they will even be, I mean, they'll keep 
to whatever you teach them. That's what one says, be like little children. Whatever you teach them, they learn. But not this. Praise the Lord. I told the kids' faculties, I told the ushers, treat my kids the same way that you treat other kids. Even if you want to give a couple of tappad, I don't have any problem. But keep them on their foot. Keep them disciplined. Keep them. Let them not feel they are very special. Praise the Lord. And there was a question that so, so many people asked me. Why God chose Pastor Rajesh over your spiritual father than your dad? Yeah, Pastor Rajesh kept me humble. My dad could have never done that. He's loved me too much. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He kept me humble. He keeps me humble. And I pray that he'll always keep me humble. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God chose me. Hallelujah. Because a dad can love you too much. Praise the Lord. He might close your eyes on certain faults. Hallelujah. Because he's a parent. Sometimes people come and say, Pastor, I want you to be the best friend. I said, look for somebody else. I can't. Don't come and be my best friend. I will not. You might confide in me. If there are certain struggles, you cannot come out of your own. I can pray over your life. But I can't be your best friend. Best friends are comfortable where you are. But your overseers, your pastors, your fathers in the Lord are only comfortable where God has shown them to you to go. Hallelujah. They cannot be always be best friends to you. They have to correct you. Oh. Hallelujah. Look at David. And look at, you know, sometimes it is important. When you are proud, it affects everybody. Because it's a reflection. If I smile to Anthony, he will smile back. Praise the Lord. If I look strict to him, he will also be strict with me. If you laugh, others will laugh. If you are always with a proud look, others will also give you that same reflection. In John 11, 33, Martha and Mary, the Bible says they were crying over their dead brother. You can understand why they were crying. Because the only brother has died. You can understand Jesus who came to their house. He loved Lazarus so much. Jesus cried. You can understand why he cried. But why is the people in Bethany crying? Because you are always a reflection. What you do will reflect on other people. When you are in a scenario of people weeping, sometimes you will also weep. In the same way, if you are always proud at home, and, and full of it, your family will be proud. Hallelujah. Your children will be proud. You, you, are, you are passing on a wrong spirit into your lineage. That's why we want to be like David. Hallelujah. If you speak humility, hallelujah, praise the Lord. If you, hallelujah, have the attitude of humility, automatically every person will become humble. Hallelujah. It will reflect. Amen. Let's look at the next personality. 1 Kings chapter 3 and the 7th verse. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Solomon. Hallelujah. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Once again, read it, brother. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Amen. See, I'm a little child. Solomon is saying, he did not say, Jesus, you're lucky to have me. Huh? You're a lucky God. Praise the Lord. He humbled. Humility is the most important thing. Hallelujah. God has called us into a life of humility. Pride will cause us to be rejected by the Lord. The Lord chose Solomon because he was so humble. Pride will cause us to be rejected by the Lord. Even in your thoughts, even in your relationships, even in your dealings, even inside of your heart, everything should be done in a humble way. Whatever you're thinking, think humbly. The relationship that you have, reach out to people. Look at somebody and say, reach out. Reach out. However weak the other person is, you have to reach out. If you want to win soul, you have to reach out. Indeed about your dealings, your walk, your, your attitude of your heart, you need to have humility. John 13, Jesus taught us how to be humble. When in the, in the time, Jesus went and washed the disciples' feet and said, I who is the master can do it. Let me be your example. You do it to each other. Have you ever washed the feet of your most dreaded friend? Jesus did it. I know some of you wash their feet to see, you know, to get certain favors. In Malayalam we say, I'm not speaking about that. Even when somebody is against you, you're reaching out to them. Jesus girded. I like that word. He girded. He made a decision. I'm going to wash the feet of Judas too. He made a decision. You have to gird yourself. I know he's going to betray me after this. I know he's going to speak ill of me. But I'm going to love him as more. Because otherwise, on the cross, Jesus knew he could not be resurrected. Come on. If you don't have such a love in your life, you cannot walk in the resurrection power of the Holy Ghost. You need to be humble. He was humble himself to the death. He saved the robber who spoke ill against him because he was a humble man. So many people cannot remain in a job more than few months. It's because you cannot humble yourself before the authority figures in those places. You have to do things of your own way. The moment you humble yourself before a boss, before a church, before a pastor, even more than all these things, first do it before God. Every single place, God will lift you up. Because God is addicted to, hallelujah, humility. And that's why he said, promotion neither comes from the north or the south. It comes from him. He will lift up every humble person. One Corinthians fifteen nine, Paul 
having gone to the third heavens, having been used mightily for the Lord, the Bible says, I am the least of the apostles. We would have written a book of the third heaven. We would have said, do you know what happened? Praise the Lord. I went to heaven. Jesus stood up. He did not say that. He said, I cannot even utter those words. Or we will have to say, or say, no, I've seen pastors who have gone for conventions. There might be 200 people. But they would say, 2,000 people. We don't need to prove ourselves. We don't need to say that. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't need to have those kind of words. We don't need to say, oh, somebody got raised from the dead from Petra. We don't need to say that. That's not the way to prove ourselves. Making ourselves sounds big. Jesus can't be there. He will be outside and knocking at the door. Jesus can only come in when we are humble in our heart, humble in our lives, humble in the church, and humble at home. Hallelujah. Humble every day. He resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Hallelujah. Some people say, what is the secret of, teach me seven ways to be successful. Yeah, I'll tell you. Humble, 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 humble. How many of you know in Christian life there is no competition? There is no competition of who is the greatest in our ministry or in our church. There should not have a competition of who the greatest is. There is nobody on the stage who is greatest. They are as, hallelujah, praise the Lord, precious and important as the people who are down. There is nobody who has needs to be a competition for to be the greatest. We are a team who needs to take their places in the unique ways. Hallelujah. In the disposition of God's grace in unique ways. And when we come together as a team, hallelujah, it is like the barley bread that was the dream that uh, Gideon saw falling down and hitting, hallelujah, Philistines and hallelujah, Midianites and destroying them. He didn't, did not see one small barley bread. He saw a big barley bread. That is the church. Hallelujah. That should be our vision. As a matter of fact, I've been, I've, I, I'm asking the Lord. and I, I felt the Lord spoke to me and he said, in the last days, God is not going to use individuals to, to carry out his move. The next move of God is going to come when the church stands united. There is no place self-importance and individualistic goals. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 3.8, he said, I'm the least of the saints. Paul is saying, the more he's using, the more he is, hallelujah, humbling himself. Some people need to be, sometimes if they're not introduced well, if they're not treated well, they'll get upset. They need to be said, oh, he's a mighty man, huh? He's a great man, huh? Yeah. Be always looking for that kind. 
God has been using him mightily. That is not the reason why we need to minister for the Lord. Not for acclaim, not for appreciation, not for any of these things. If it comes, it comes. But we don't need it to serve the Lord. God's grace is more than enough to serve the Lord. Luke 17, 10. What should be your attitude? So likewise you, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, say we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. Amen. We are unprofitable servants. We have only done what you are called to do. We don't want next day, hallelujah, pastor having a special session of thanking session. I cannot, my God, if this fasting and prayer is going so beautifully, it's because there are so many people, I cannot name, there are more than people who have named, who are having sleepless nights, praying over you. I know people have not hardly slept. There are people who are fasting and praying for days. There are people who are supporting. There are people who are doing, I mean, more than anything else, supporting in prayer and fasting and sacrifices, taking leaves, loss of pains. I can understand rich people having loss of pay. These people who cannot afford it and all these sacrifices. So I cannot take a name. The people who are ministering on the stage, the people who have children, all these things. There's nobody you cannot thank. All that we can all say is, whatever the Lord has done, we have done. Whatever the Lord has called us to do, we have done. We are your unprofitable servants, Lord. If that is our attitude, let me tell you and let me prophesy over this church. Revival is not far away from this church too. But we need to be humble. Hallelujah. There are, if, there are so many people who wants to compete and to prove yourself. We don't need that. We need to submit yourself to God. What should be our attitude when God blesses us? Look at Genesis and other personality, 32nd chapter and the 10th verse. What should be your attitude when God blesses us? I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have shown your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with my staff. Enough, I have become two companies. Amen. I am so unworthy, Lord, of your kindness. I am so unworthy, Lord, of your mercy. When you are so, so humble like that, miracles and blessings will follow. It will not stop with one blessing and one miracle. It will follow. Even before you ask, God will answer you. Even before you ask, the Father notes your needs. Because you're so close to Him. Humble people are so close to the Father. Even before you ask, He knows your heart desires and He will fulfill it. A man of God called Charles Spurgeon is called the Prince of Preachers. Hallelujah. He stepped out. For the Lord at the age of 20. In his ministry, 
There were so many accusations that came against him. And his friend said, why don't you stand up for your dignity and say something to your friends? And there's something Charles Spurgeon said. He said, I've lost it a long time ago. <laughs> and I don't need to look for it. I've lost it a long time ago. And I don't need to look for it. The only thing that I need to do is to submit to God and to be faithful to the Lord who has called me. Oh, what a man of God. It is said that the amount of sermons preached by Charles Spurgeon, if you put, would put him page by page, sermon by sermon, it is said that it will reach up to the moon. Such was the man. He preached sermons and he wrote books that if you would put one by one, it would reach up to the moon. If we preach one good sermon, we will reach the moon. <laughs> My God, we don't want that kind of a spirit. When I heard this, I humbled myself, Lord. I said, as a pastor of the church, let me do that first before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One man of God said, while he was going to preach, he said, this is the word that I received in Italy. He wanted to tell everybody that he went to Europe. So one man of God asked him, or one person who listened to him, said, Pastor, have you been to Europe, Italy? No, no. As I was going to America, there was one hour transit period in Italy. Airport. <laughs> what is the need of all this? Hallelujah. Amen. Personalities. Now, what is the privilege? What is the privilege of humility? Micah chapter 6 and the 8th verse. Micah chapter 6 and the 8th verse. He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The first privilege of, or privilege of being, having this fruit of humility is that you can walk before God. He resists the proud. If you want to have a one-to-one -one walk, daily walk with God, hallelujah, you need to be humble. If you are proud, all that you can see is horns coming out through your life. Amen. God would, I, we know that the devil doesn't have horns, but sometimes it's good to picturize him like that. He'll understand the sermon better. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Especially when there is lack of time. You can just tell that. You'll understand the message. We don't want those kind of people. Amen. The privilege is to walk with God. How many of you have called that privilege? You know, I, I know many of you have great friends. You put it on the Instagram and with different smileys, different faces, good and bad. But how, how, how many of you put a snap of walking with God? It's beyond the Instagram. It's beyond. How many of you ever taken a, when you are so fellowship with God, you felt like taking a photo. You will not feel it because you're so close to God. 
You forget about your Instagram, your Facebook, your office calls, your schedules. Everything is in a mess. But Jesus is there. Praise God. I want like that. I don't care. Everything else is in a mess if you are walking with Jesus. Because he will make the crooked way straight before your path. Let everything be a mess. If you have Jesus, all things shall be alright. In the year Uzziah was dead, Isaiah saw the glory. When Uzziah was there, he was a proud king. Everything was God haywire. Everything was in a mess. But Jesus was still on the throne. Praise the Lord. That's what is important. Number second privilege, Psalms chapter 10 and the 17th verse. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear. You have heard the desire of the humble. Oh, come on. You have heard the desire of the humble. So many people have so many desires. But he will answer the desire of the humble. Sometimes we, you know, claim this word. Delight yourself in the Lord and the desires of your heart shall be fulfilled. All that we give highlight is the desires of your heart. We will never think about delighting in the Lord first. The Lord is telling to somebody here. If you put your desire and your delight in Jesus, He will give you the desire of your heart. Especially somebody, hallelujah, desiring to get married. God is saying, delight in me first. Put your heart first on me. Instead of giving me conditions and hallelujah, writing all your conditions, delight in me. And I will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. He is faithful to fulfill every desire. May be humble. Are you with me, church? How many of you have certain desires? Legitimate needs, legitimate desires. Hallelujah. Karthavi, fasting and prayer. This fasting and prayer, God will touch it. Ah, God will touch it. God will touch it. How impossible it looks. God will touch that need. Hallelujah. All that you need to do is to humble yourself before God. He will touch that moment of your need and He will fulfill it. He is faithful. I feel God's presence just moving across your heart on your life. He will touch it and He will meet with it. Hallelujah. We give you praise. The lack of time. I'm skipping the Next to and going to the fifth point, I will come back to that later if we have time. What is the problem if you are not humble? Number one, Proverbs chapter 29 and the 23rd verse. A man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. Amen. A man's pride will humble him. It will bring him low. Pastor said, if you want to be a prophet, it's very easy. If you, how many of you ever want to be a prophet or want to prophesy? Only, only one person. May God bless you. <laughs> Praise God. But if anybody is proud, you can prophesy. <laughs> in very few moments, in very few days, in a few months, he's going to come down. Praise God. 
എളിമയുള്ളവനെ കർത്താവ് പൊക്കും എളിമയില്ലാത്തവനെ ഹാലലൂയ കർത്താവ് താഴെയിടുന്നു നീ പ്രവചിച്ചോ നിനക്ക് പ്രവചിക്കാം ആർക്ക് വേണേലും പ്രവചിക്കാം ഹൈറ്റ് he will bring you down from those places avadu ninne thaalotarkum adungonde devu anugrahikkumbo nee orikka pole thalai uyarthi hallelujah praise the lord puvam koliyana pole velinju nikkaradu praise the lord when god lifts you up don't show off don't forget there was a god behind a need that was met and don't ever have this attitude i've reached there now i can do what i want to do god said i'll bring you down even if you are a prime minister or a chief minister or a pastor or a businessman your pride will bring you down you can be the school captain or you can be the indian captain you can be a husband you can be a wife your pride will bring you down Look at Leviticus 26 and the 19th verse. What did God say? I will break the pride of your power. I will make your heavens like iron and your earth like bronze. I will break your pride and I will make your sky like iron. What does that mean? Whatever you are praying, it's not going up. Prayer is not going up. Prayer is not coming down. Angels are not coming down because God can hear your prayer. Because heaven is like iron and earth is like bronze. You cannot fellowship with God. You are blocked. You cannot move forward. It's like bronze, your ground. Access gone. You are not able to feel an access with God. Hallelujah. How many of you can ever be joyful if you are always feeling a block? nobody can be joyful the more and more you're moving forward everywhere the block the lord said it's because of your pride as we fast and pray we say lord i'm sorry lord i'm sorry i want the joy of my salvation i want the joy of your blessing i want the joy of your grace never remove it from me lord hallelujah but if you are humble as long as you walk on earth you will rejoice you will be glad hallelujah you will clap your hands you will shout at your feet hallelujah because you're walking in the blessing of humility hallelujah you will feel an access to god you will feel coming to a house of god hallelujah is a joy when somebody was praying in hebrew latin greek mangalorean and konkani and in malayalam all five languages all going up and the angels are running to take you know running against each other to find you know everybody is looking all these five dictionaries what are they praying and jesus said angels don't waste your time how many languages he knows his prayers are not going to be answered because he's proud praise the lord 
you can pray the any way that you want rampa koro sakha or dirempana koro I don't care. Praise the Lord. If you pray in tongues without humility, hallelujah, you will not be strengthened. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Nobody will answer your prayers. Psalms 12 and the third verse. What happens if you don't have humility? What is the problem if you are not humble? May the Lord cut off all flattering lips. Lips. And the tongue that speaks proud things. May the Lord separate every flattering lips. In other words, you will become alone. In one quality, everybody can have, Malayalis has. Simplicity. Be simple. Walk with people. Be simple towards each other. Be simple towards your husband, your wife. Don't complicate life. Be simple to your children with each other. Just look at two people and say, hey, how, how are you? It's nice to see you for the start. Just be simple. Just be simple. Don't be too spiritual. Don't, don't speak in tongues. Just how are you? I'm just so, so glad to see your face. I never knew that you were sitting so next to me. I was so focused in prayer and fasting. Oh, it is you. Praise God. to be simple proud people will be separated they will never have company humble people have always a good company first you know if you are proud people people will tolerate in the first few days but later they will say oh I, I have an important meeting I'll come have you ever heard that <laughs> they will be a little busy next time When you are humble before the Lord, you will feel a closeness to God. Amen. Don't be separate from God and don't be separate from people who could help you. For that, you need to have humility. Look at Psalm 138 and the sixth verse. Psalm 138 and the sixth verse. Though the Lord is on high, yet he regards the lowly. But the proud he knows from afar. Proud he knows from afar. We have an advantage when we are humble. Proud is always far off. We will not advantage being close to God. We won't have the privilege to speak to the Lord. Hallelujah. Just imagine once you had access to Prime Minister Modi or Chief Minister Siddharamaya. Now because of your pride you have to watch him through TV. That's how it would be when you are bright. You had so close access to God. Now, my God, that access is no longer there. You're separated. You're lonely. As pastors, let me tell you something. We want to be close with every person the same way. But some people, we can't get close to them. We try our best. I'm saying from my heart, I try my best to be close with every single person. But sometimes I can't because they're a little too proud. But there is a way to get out of that bondage. 
is to humble yourself before the Lord. We will have every person who needs to be close to us will come to us. We don't need to do any gimmicks. We don't need to do any drama before God or before people. God will, hallelujah, lift you up in such a way that people will come for you. You're such a humble person who can, hallelujah, not walk with Moses. Praise God. People would complain with Moses till they walked with him because he was the humblest man on earth. Can't you imagine? Hallelujah. What happens? Proverbs 14 and the third verse. Proverbs 14 and the third verse. Yes. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Amen. Today is a fasting and prayer. I have 26 scriptures. I don't know how many I gave. How many I gave, Pritha? Oh, 20 have finished. Wow. Praise the Lord. Only six more. Even you didn't know. Praise the Lord. I thought only finished 6, 20 more. Once again, Proverbs 14, 3. Yes. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. The lips of the wise he shall preserve, but he will bring down. The mouth of the fool is a rod. In other words, once you are wise, now become a fool because of your pride. You go from wisdom to foolishness if you don't have humility. Nebuchadnezzar once was a wise king but because of his pride suddenly nails began to grow teeth began to hallelujah become like of, a, of an animal long legs feathers everything came out like a fool because he became proud his, his very very appearance changed that of an animal that's what happened you become like a beast a saint a lovely person becomes like a beast when he is proud what happens what is the problem if you are pride 1 Timothy chapter 3 and the 6th verse not a novice lest being puffed up with pride he fall into the same condemnation as the devil he will fall into the same condemnation that of the devil in other words you have made a mistake you have asked forgiveness but you are not able to come out of that condemnation. How much ever you are praying, you are still feeling that I am condemned, I am guilty. You know that you are born again. You know that there is access to God, there is forgiveness. But somehow you are not able to come from the past guilt. And the reason is saying, is because the devil has still access to you because of your pride. Oh, come on church. The devil has still access of you because you are carrying a spirit of pride. And I pray this evening as you are listening to the word of the Lord that the power of your past will be broken when you humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. Every sin that you have ever committed in the past will no longer have power over your life if you humble yourself under the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But you have to humble I'll take a name. Mrs. Veronica. No Veronica's here. No, I chose a name from the Archies. I was scared, I was scared to take <laughs> Veronica. Mrs. Veronica. 
was in a courtroom and her uh, uh, advocate stood up and said you know she stood up and said do you know me and she said yes i know you your betsy son no your betsy son your matthew's boy i know your father he was the one who steals things from you from 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 people he's the one you know who has this problem and that problem he's the one who left uh, secretly with his wife you are his his son right so he felt absolutely terrible his own advocate as do you understand me and this is what she said so he looked at the other lawyer the, the other guy who was speaking against the what's it called pradivasham was a defense lawyer <laughs> defense lawyer do you know that guy <laughs> yes i know him from his very young age his father was an idiot his mother was absolute a gossip woman his father had this problem of flirting with every woman this guy tommy i know him he used to steal the eggs from my chicken i know him. <laughs> i know him from very young age he left home hallelujah running away from the police how did he become an advocate i know him then the the, the, the judge said enough don't ever ask her who i am <laughs> i will put you on gallows every person in this room have one veronica who reminds you of your past that's why you are never able to come out there is one veronica that you keep reminding you of what you have done in your life there is one person that is always there's something there is always but this morning if you humble yourself there is no hallelujah thought of the past that the enemy will use it to harass you again praise the lord the harassment of the enemy will be over from your mind from your heart you can start a fresh you can start with a fresh anointing oil hallelujah set apart for god used by god holy unto god you don't have to carry hallelujah any veronicas of your past hallelujah glory to god are you with me church are you with me church we don't want to have a hallelujah praise god a pastful thought go to luke chapter 150 first verse luke chapter 150 first verse i'll finish fast he has shown strength to his arm he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts he has scattered the proud of the imaginations of your heart how many of you are here once your family were united wealth was all good business was all good everything is all going well and something suddenly you see ellam chidari poi everything is scattered it's because of pride because of pride go to jeremiah 13 and the 17th verse but if you will not hear it my soul will weep in secret for your pride my eyes will weep bitterly and run down with tears because the lord's flock has been taken captive amen this lord is saying they touch me i will cry looking at to them because of their pride they have taken to captivity 
Don't that happen to us as a church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't know how to say this in English much, but I'll try. Malayalam, there's a word. You've heard that. Tirunelkara is a place in Kottam city. And there was a story of people trying to go to Alapi from there. You can go to Alapi through the river. So some people are trying to go to boat, got into the boat, trying to go to Alapi from Kottam. They are using their oars. They are trying their best to reach out, reach, 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 reach. And they're still in Kottam. Why? They did not untie the rope where they were bound. Praise the Lord. If you want to progress in life, you have to untie the bond. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, you can come for fasting and prayer. Do this. Use your oar. Use this and this and this. This, this, this. Whatever. Hallelujah. You do. You still be in court. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to humble ourselves. We have to say, Lord, let this bond be broken from my life so that I can move forward. Come on, church, this morning. How many of you will say that? How many of you will say that? How many of you will say that this morning? Hallelujah. Even as we are fasting and prayer, that is what we need to do. We don't want to be in the same place. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? We don't want to be still unforgiving. This is the fasting and prayer. If there is somebody that you have hurt you or you have hurt, you need to forgive. It's time to ask forgiveness. This is the fasting and prayer. Go to them. Tell them I'm sorry. If I've hurt you, I'm sorry. You are untying so that you'll be able to progress in the direction God has called. Amen. I know. It might be a difficult thing. Do it. Jesus said, forgive my sins as you forgive. We all say, our Father, our Father in heaven, holy be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive. My father used to say long time back, in other words, you are saying, if I don't forgive, Lord, you also don't forgive. You are telling the Lord. We don't want to do that. We want to untie the yoke. We want to say sorry. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And lastly, the promotion. The promotion of the humble. The strength of the humble, I don't have time, but the promotion of the humble. Esther 1. 13 and the 14th verse. Then the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for this was the king's manner towards all who knew law and justice. Those closest to him being Kashina, Shital. That's enough. When you read, you can go and read the entire book of Esther. The first queen was Queen Vasti. King called her and because of her pride, she never came to the king. And God raised up an Esther. God promoted an Esther because she came before the king and she made the king joyful. There are so many people here. 
it might be god who is calling you let me tell you in a married life it might be a husband who is calling you in the church it might be a pastor who is calling you never said i won't come never cut his call he submitted and because vasti did not submit she was brought down esther submitted she was promoted from a slave girl because of her humility in a few days became the queen of the most important plan god had praise the lord the queen who destroyed uh, haman who tried to destroy god's people she became in the super place of god and i pray this fasting and prayer god will take you to the super place god has for you in jesus name amen how many of you believe that this morning humble yourself under the mighty hand of god and he will lift you up let's close our eyes in prayer hallelujah